our next guest is always a fun conversation. Believe it or not, he's heading into year number seven as the head coach of the North Carolina Tar Heels. Back in 2015, it was 11 wins, an ACC Coastal Division title, a national top 25 finish. Last year was actually the only losing regular season Larry Fedora has ever been associated with as a head coach. It was 3-9, and nine, so they're looking for a bounce back. Coach Larry Fedora, welcome back to the David Glenn Show. Great to see you in person. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. It's great to have you. We want to talk football, but there is one question we've asked all 14 ACC head coaches. Today's National Hot Dog Day. I don't know if you eat hot dogs or ever oh, have. Oh, yeah, I eat hot dogs. What condiments are the perfect complement in Larry Fedora's world when it comes to the ideal hot dog experience? All right, so first I like to butterfly my, uh, okay. my dog, all right, when I put it on the grill. All right, that's important. I like to butterfly it. I like to uh, bake the uh, the bun. I like to, in a little bit of butter, you know, to uh, put it on the grill. And then I'm going to go with, uh, I've got to have chow chow. That's important to Ooh. me. Uh, I've got to have mustard. I've got to have uh, onions. And uh, I like some kind of pepper. And, and then I'm, I'm good to go. Have you ever met, this happened to me today for the first time, have you ever met an adult who says no condiments on their hot dog? I'm 50 years old, and, and it I, happened today for the first time. I've never met anybody, no. I, I can't even imagine that. Why would you eat a hot dog if there was nothing else on it? Your colleague in the Coastal Division, Bronco <laughs> Mendenhall of UVA, swears that it is his preference as an adult. Really? To have no condiments on his hot dogs. I've never heard of that. I can't even imagine trying that. Maybe little kids, <laughs> but I like your way. I'm coming to the Fedora Barbecue cancel the Mendenhall. Well, I can tell you what, the Mendenhall, that's, it's got to be much simpler. I know you got less, <laughs> less things you got to carry with you. You need a hot dog and a bun. Larry Fedora joining us on the David Glenn Show. You look good as always. You're back to a beard. You're always fit, probably cracking walnuts with your biceps. What was the, your tan, what was, what was the most fun thing you did with your family since the end of last season? Uh, you know what? Probably the last couple of weeks we were down in Destin, Florida, just relaxing at the beach and uh, just spending some quality time with them. You know, we didn't really do anything, and that's probably the best part about it is we just relaxed. You're a rapid-fire personality. You, you like to turn the page quickly. When you go three and nine, yeah. do you turn the page quickly or do you like put a three and nine poster on the wall of the weight room so that everybody can remember the pain of, of the worst record you've had as a yeah, head coach? Yeah, so so during the season you're you're you know, you only have so much time, then you gotta put it to bed and move on to the yeah. next one. Then after the season's over with, you bring it all back up and you start uh, analyzing and evaluating every single thing you did and, and you and you look back and you find out why. And then you tweak everything accordingly to hopefully make it better. But I don't want my guys to forget it. I, I want them to really, under, I want them to know that feeling in their stomach that they had on those weeks. I want them to know what it felt like. And then I also want them to know what it's going to take to be successful going forward. And so I, I really truly believe we're going to be a better team because of what we went through last year. It's pretty crazy. You're a decade into head coaching and had never had a losing regular season. Uh, does it make food taste worse? Did oh, it no impact doubt. you in the offseason? I got, a, I got a bad taste in my mouth right now. Did you sleep less? I mean, does it impact you in those kind of very real ways? Well, I'm, uh, you know, I'm very passionate about what I do, and I care deeply about it. And so, yeah, it, it, it uh, definitely affected my life. There's no doubt about it and uh, because I want to get it corrected. 
You know, but at the same time, you got to be careful that you don't just overhaul your whole philosophy because the philosophy is very sound and it's been very good. You know, so you just tweak the things that you think you need to make the adjustments to uh, to be better. You know better than I that we live in a what-have-you-done-for-me-lately world. No doubt. A fair person would both be upset about 3-9 and nine, but also give you credit for one of the winningest seasons in the history of Carolina football. How do you describe either the, the fan reaction during the offseason? Are there some who, who will look at that bigger picture, or do you find yourself needing to find the right message to frustrate well, you, the fans? You always find people on both sides of the fence. I mean, that, that doesn't matter whether you're 11-2 and two or you're 3-9. and nine. You find them on both sides. And so as a football coach, that's just something that is the nature of the beast, and you have to learn to deal with it or you better get out of the profession. You know, So you have to, again, believe in what you do and if you're confident in what you do and believe in it, then you can't let what naysayers say. I mean, you can't worry about it. But again, you're always evaluating and trying to figure out how to tweak it to make it better. Have you felt the need to play or understand Fortnite to be able to identify with your current players or future recruits? I have not. I, I, I know what it is. I haven't played it. I've watched uh, my son play it a few times. I've seen a couple of players playing it. They try to explain what it is to me, you know, but it's, uh, you know, it, it's moving kind of fast, and it's not it just I don't have a whole lot of interest. You don't tweet a lot, but you can be followed on Twitter at Coach Fedora. I think on one of your recent visits here on the David Glenn Show, you explained, and I'll, I'll mispronounce it, but – the, the awesome phrase on your Twitter page, you correct me, Oderant Doom Metuant, right. close, uh, stands for essentially let them hate so long as they fear. Yeah, it's a Latin term. How does that take place in your day-to-day because life? Because you can't worry about what people think. You know, again, it goes back to having confidence in what you're doing and doing things the right way and then not worrying about what other people think about it. The rival down the road, NC State, when you got to Carolina, you had the upper hand on the field and on the recruiting trail. Now they've won three of the last four head-to-head, and they're getting all these recruiting headlines. How do you swing the pendulum back to your side? Keep doing what you're doing. You don't panic. You keep doing what you're doing. Again, you have a sound philosophy, and you, you believe in it, and you keep doing what you're doing, and you, you don't get to be a fan. You don't get to just say, let's change everything one day. I mean, you, you, you keep doing what you're doing. You keep working hard, and good things will happen. It's not as cool as a Latin phrase, but you all do have an off-season event called the Freak Show. Yeah. Now, Carolina football fans are well-informed. For the broader statewide audience that we have, you know, on the David Glenn Show empire right. that you've learned about yes, over yes. the years. Uh, how would you describe the freak show it's uh you know the freak show is where we're, we're bringing in the elite players uh, across the state and in the footprint that we're recruiting and so we bring those guys in and it's a uh a barbecue pig picking uh a long tight end with a, a games and carnival type atmosphere and then uh camp at the end of it and uh you know it's just a big fun night for all of our guys we had about uh I think 21 of our former players that are in the NFL, they were all back for it and uh, just had a great time tonight. You created a firestorm earlier today when you were quoted saying, our game is under attack. I fear that the game will be pushed so far from what we know that we won't recognize it 10 years from now. And if it does, our country will go down too. Did you come to the ACC kickoff event 
intent on like sharing that that sounds like a passionate point of view where you're kind of upset about your game uh, I'm I think that uh, as coaches we're responsible for, be, for being stewards of our game you know and I think we're uh, we're responsible for making sure the game is as safe as it can possibly be but still be played at, at the level that we want to play it and uh, so I'm passionate about the game I'm passionate about my belief that I that it's one of the things that makes this country great and uh, you know I'm I, I don't know, you know, I don't know. I, I got to apologize for that. I don't know. I don't think, I don't know. Uh, but how, how would you explain, some people use the word wussification. Have you heard that one, the wussification I have of heard that. I didn't use that. No, no, no. H- how would the watering down of football contribute to, you know, the demise of our nation? That sounds like a big leap. Because I think, uh, I think the, the, you know, we're the only football playing nation in the, in the world, right? And I think that the lessons and the things that you're involved in in the game of football are interwoven with our, with this country, you know. And I think that you have to be careful that we don't change the game so much. All right. When I say the game's under attack, I'm just talking about the people out there that want to bring this game down and don't want football and don't think football is important. Football is my life. I got to be able to defend it, right? Yep. You know, and so I think, again, I go back to I think the game is safer than it's ever played, it's ever been since it's been played. But there's still risk involved in the game of football. And our job is to continue to make it safer, like we're doing in Chapel Hill. I mean, we got the accelerometers and all of our helmets. We've been doing that for six years to be able to measure impact on our players' heads. We've got uh, uh, Kevin Gusowitz, who's the dean of arts and science, who's, who's the leading, uh, you know, leader in, in research for concussions. Uh, the NFL retires, uh, the, the uh, retirees come to Chapel Hill to be studied. I mean, we do all these things to make sure that the game is safe as possible in Chapel Hill. So the other part of it is making sure our guys understand the risk involved, you know, that, that there is risk involved in this game. But you know what? The rewards, they have to be the one that decide if the rewards are worth the risk. I'm still thinking about that hot dog you described at the Fedora family function. Yeah, nothing else you've heard. You're just thinking about the hot dog. Can I sneak my way in? Like, can I get an invitation, or do I have to trick your I'm telling you, the key is butterflying the hot dog. I'm excited about it. Yeah, you need to try that if you hadn't done that. Closer to the season, can we talk actual personnel and matchups and stuff like that? Sure. I just like picking your brain on life and sports and these bigger picture items over the offseason. Yeah, we can do that. Good to see you again, man. Yeah, good to see you. Thanks for answering our calls. You bet. He's the seventh-year head coach of the North Carolina Tar Heels. Follow him on Twitter, at Coach Fedora. I'm sure he'll get back into tweeting more often, you know, in between Fortnite matchups with his players. No, just kidding. He's always fun, and it's always great to see him. We'll be back after this on the David Glenn Show.